Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Yeah, welcome along, folks. It is another episode of Glory Days, the PJ and Jim podcast. Thanks a million for uh, hanging out with us wherever you are, whenever it is that you're listening to this. Uh, actually, when we're recording this, right, this uh, just so happens. Uh, I mean, obviously, you can listen to it whenever or wherever you, get, you want. But uh, we're recording this just after uh, the show on, on Thursday. We are indeed. Right? And uh, we had a bit of a quandary during the course of the show because we came across, well, PJ came across a little story. And we were debating whether or not to use it on the actual radio show. Now, most times, to be honest with you, there's no real sort of no-go areas. Not really. Although th- today it was me, for the first time ever, it was me that said, I don't think we should do this. Jim was like, ah, go on. Go on. We'll find <laughs> just, a way around it, he was going. Oh, he's just... The, I mean, it, we've had so many discussions on the on the radio show in various, you know, various ways about... Those various things that people do with their bodies. Well, yeah, and this is the thing we were having. This is an, an actual chat we had today, right? I was a Jim. I found a story about a fella who was so badly constipated he stuffed a needle up his arse to try and eat away the poo. And Jim was like, "I think we can do that." I was like, I don't know if we can. I genuinely I was like, thought we would find a way. I mean, I thought you know the whole Richard Gear thing with the hamster up the bottom thing. That, yeah, again, that was all fake and. You know, there was... Uh, I know, I but you know. again, I don't think that's the story we'd be doing here either, that Richard Gere shoved a hamster in his bum. I don't think shoving things in your bum, especially this mad fella. So he, I, I, I do feel sorry for him. Right. I really, like, when you think about how what sort of a state, he must have been, like, bursting at the seams for a poo. Tried all the coffee. And you know the way all your mates are experts? I had that. Yeah, it was like a brick was coming out of me. It was like a, it was, I could feel the corners and everything of it. I can feel the corners and all. No, I was pushing. None of my mates have ever said that to me. <laughs> so I just want you to know, you need to really, really you su- need to look to, long and hard at you, the associations and friends you have. I suppose you live in the country. There's an abundance of fibre-based foods up there. <laughs> my, down here in the in the, in the the big smoke, people yeah, are yeah. eating a lot you of extra. You people with your soft foods. Yeah. You don't even eat granite, do you? No, no, you don't even <laughs> eat a bit. Of, we have a bit of hell. You know, concrete and chips and Absolutely, all on the way home yeah, from yeah. a match. Wouldn't be a meal if there wasn't a few stones in yeah, it. Yeah, if it wasn't like a bag of sand. You know, it'd be gravel. Oh my gravel. God. Gravy gravel. Yeah, so this guy... Yeah, they are always telling you, but I, you're right, everybody has a solution. They for, do, uh, yeah. Just about any ailment. It wouldn't have no to be what it is, kind yeah. of constipation. Somebody will always come along and go, oh, i tell you what's great for that. Yeah, they do. Do you know, have you tried? I, do you know what my granny does? Is she gets a carrot and she whatever it is. You know, they tell you mad stories. Yeah, yeah. And she, yeah. she I don't want to know what she the gets a carrot and she t- blends it into a lotion or something. You know, all this sort of crap. Yeah, yeah. And then she buries it in the garden, and then she gets an owl and yeah. she plucks four feathers out of the owl. And you have to squat on the owl's feathers <laughs> while doing, you know, all this old nonsense. But uh, this, but this fella got into such a state that somehow he was lying in his head gaff and he thought. There's an eel over there. Fuck it, I give it a shot. What do you mean? That, yeah. He, he may not have been lying on, in his gaff when he spotted the eel. Yeah, well, where he would lives... Would you have an eel in your gaff wherever he lives? I don't know. He got... Look, wherever he lives, he's over in China and somebody told him it was a folk remedy and he believed him. Oh, my God. So it was one of his mates. It was one of it his mates. It was another one it of was. them. It was, yeah, yeah. So Same as here, they yeah. walked up to him and said, do you know what you should do? Yeah. There's an eel, right? Yeah, do you know what my brother... There's one, the one in the park there. Yeah, there's an eel. Go down there, right, and fish out an eel and then go home and bend over and shove him up your arse and he'll eat the poo. 
and he'll eat all the poo and be fine, no problem. And you'll be uh, tomorrow morning, you'll be right as rain. Well, the thing, of course, didn't stop at the bum. It went all the way up into his stomach. Oh my god! Yeah, it went up to oh. his stomach, and it settled in his um in his stomach. And then, he, of course, now he's had to have it surgically removed. He nearly killed himself. Like he nearly died. He is all right though. He's alive. Is he? He's alive. He's grand. I mean, not saying that that that's any form of justification. It, I mean, in case there's anybody there who's like. You know, loosely enough connected with reality to think that this is a good idea. Do not, do not, under Never. any circumstances, put any animals or things, any, any living thing up your bottom. Don't eat anything. That's not a remedy. <laughs> it's not a remedy. You don't put it, like, I suppose you do get suppository. Do you ever have to do suppositories or anything like that? Um, you prefer operations and things, oh, probably. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we, I only had to do it once. It was like my hand was literally chasing me, ar- <laughs> me arse around the room for about a week after. Anyway. Different thing. What, what, you, what do you mean? Yeah, you know I mean like you keep trying to run away from your own hand. Do you know what I mean? It's like the donkey, the carrot, and the stick with the donkey. Oh, you know sorry. I mean? I mean, you mean when it when it comes to actually having to, to, yeah, put, to give insert. yourself a suppository? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, right. It's yeah, like you yeah, do yeah, about yeah. four laps of a room, and you're like, this isn't this is ridiculous. I'm literally running away from my own hand here. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's a different thing. But like Jim says, there's nothing that do, oh, don't put anything in there. A doctor doesn't tell you to put in there, and definitely not an eel. Fucking hell. This is the not the conversation I, I thought mean, we were going to have. And the other thing as well, apart from anything else, is, right, um, I don't know a lot about eels. Okay? Yeah. I'm not particularly interested. But I'm just saying, my uh, my image of an eel is that it's quite a slippery character. It's li- I yeah. thought that was the... Th- now, I think about he this, thought that was how, a, a benefit. How, yeah, but how, how would you get an eel straight enough? You know what I mean? To, I know. To, you know what I mean? To get that going. I know That process what you mean. going. To me, it feels like... like it, you know, it feels like... A, a, like it be, I don't know. That I know. It's, it's like trying to play pool with a rope. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like exactly. trying to get a rope and play a game of pool. <laughs> That's it's exactly not it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a feat of engineering. So you have to encourage it. You probably have to get eel food and place it. <laughs> you know, somewhere. For the eel to sort of go, yeah, I'll have a go with that. Just start the ball rolling. Yeah, start the ball rolling before the before the eel gets halfway up and goes, oh my god, that's a shite, <laughs> and and legs it out. You know, you probably have to do something like that because eels eels are probably pr- pretty thick. You know, you've yeah. never, I've never heard of anyone training an eel. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm aware of. Yeah, so you probably have to do. There's a, probably an encouragement thing. I know it's a day's work. It's a day's yeah. work at least. A and day's I assume work. they're different. It's not like taking a pill and sitting down waiting and then. <laughs> Do you ever? You know you have to take a laxative. Have you ever taken a laxative? No. Oh, gee, I had to do it. I, I, so you take a laxative and you think nothing's happening. Nothing's happening, right? Yeah. You wait an hour or something. You go, oh my god, I'm gonna die. This is I'm clogged up. <laughs> so you take another one. And you know you have to that do it. It's probably the bit where you made the mistake. Oh no, it anyway. tells you if if there's oh, no right. movement, it says if there's no motion within the thing of whatever. <laughs> and then you're like, geez, nothing's happening here. You take another one, and then it's like it's like your bum just gets heavy all of a sudden, and you have to run. You have to run. And I swear to God, it oh. is. I, I remember I took so many laxatives one time, my bum got a cough. <laughs> my bum was like, ah, ah. oh, Jabers. It was unbelievable. Like, you know, but Do it has to be done. I have to, I'm, I'm finally going to say something to you now that I thought I wouldn't ever say, which was, PJ Gallagher, you were right. What's I that? think based on the way this conversation has gone, it's probably a good job we didn't do it on the, on show. the actual radio you show. You wanted to do it. This is Jim. I wanted did, to do it. I didn't think it was going to go quite this far. Jim was literally like the, he was like the um, proverbial eel in the bum. He just wanted to jump straight in, no problem. No, let's see what happens. We'll deal with it. Let's deal with the shit when we get there, he thought. That was it, no way. <laughs> wow.
Anyway, the stuff that we did do... We're never going to be allowed to put this one out, that's for sure. Never. Um, the stuff we did do on the show, though, uh, during the course of the week, we've got a few bits and pieces, some of the best bits for you to listen to, to the now after that. Take your mind off of it. Take your mind off Those of you that are still listening. Uh, anyway, we did have a chat about, um, about men and women's voices, right? And the things that people find sexy. Nothing to do with sort of accents, you know, whether you've got a French accent or a Spanish accent or an Irish accent or any of that sort of stuff, or, or Kerry or Dublin or Cork or anything. It was to do with them. Well, it's a different thing, but anyway, we'll have a little listen in case you missed out on it. Uh, also, um, <laughs> we did have a discussion that did involve bottoms during the course of the week on the show. Did we? But thankfully, it wasn't in, there was no eels involved in this. Yeah. It was just about what you wear in bed. In that, oh, you know, in terms right. of those coverings, indeed, we did in that neck of the woods, so to speak. So, so you can have a listen to that again. Uh, there was um, a lot of abuse for me during the week. I mean, I know at this stage I shouldn't be surprised. But I did get a lot of stick. And all I did was wear a jumper one day, right? I thought it was a bit chilly. I wore yeah. a jumper. Look at him. I, I paid the price for it. Carrying on like it's autumn or something. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, speaking of weather-related things, um, we did have a discussion about the way um, they, they, st- you know, they were naming the storms. They announced the list of the storm names for this year. That brought us to a whole new level of, well, our PJ Gallagher's suggestions of how they should be done in the future. Oh, definitely how you should announce a storm, definitely. Absolutely. So listen, uh, have a little listen to that. We'll chat to you the other side. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Um, if you're a regular listener, by the way, to, uh, to PJ and Jim, you'll know that in the true spirit of too much information... Yes, indeed. PJ and <laughs> myself have uh, often shared about our sleeping attire. Now, in my case, it's quite simple. There isn't any, right? It's unnatural for the sleeping attire. It is definitely unnatural. In, in PJ's case, it's the, I tell you something, you want, it's the bizarre scenario of a T-shirt and a pair of socks. Yeah, well, now, no, I, I don't just wear, wear socks. Hang on a second. You did say socks. When I'm leaving the bedroom, I don't know. I just wear the T-shirt. You said before it was T-shirt on the top, socks on the bottom, nothing in the middle. No, you were like a weird Willy sandwich. Only cultures wear socks in bed. No, I didn't. Just a T-shirt and, the pan- and no pants. Right. The well, un- either way, either way, neither one of us apparently come out of this story particularly well. No. I tell you, if you thought the story about sex-crazed spiders invading your home was the thing you have to worry about most. <laughs> well, you get a load of this. Girl, your mind. So sleeping completely in the nude is not the best idea at all, apparently. I, I don't sleep completely in the nude. I wear a T-shirt. Yeah, that's have... not going to help with this. It will scare a burglar. <laughs> uh, so sir, uh, this doctor uh, and surgeon and YouTuber, Dr. Anthony Yoon, I think you pronounce this, Y-O-U-N. Right. Uh, he says, there's an argument to be made for keeping your underpants on all night because in this video, he says, right, the average person throughout the day farts roughly 15 to 25 times. What? Yeah. And that happens when you're sleeping. A lot of it happens when you're sleeping, right? Right. So you're asleep and you're, you're when, you're, when you're asleep, your orchestra is awake, basically, is what he's saying, right? <laughs> uh, and your orchestra is doing what it's doing. Uh, and this scientific study proves that every time you pass a bit of uh, gas, every time you do a fart, basically, you're spraying a tiny amount of fecal matter. Oh. Or a, ba- oh. ba- yeah, a bit of poo mist is flying around the place. Right? <laughs> uh, and he's saying, this, uh, and, and basically, the only way to stop a bit of poo mist flying around the place <laughs> is to keep pants on, like a mask. The way you can bring a mask on going to a shop. Wow. Your, your underpants are basically your, butt, your butt, bum mask, I suppose you'd call it. Um, That's incredible. And shows that leaving your tidy whities on will catch all these particles. So for the sake of the person you may or may not be sharing a bed with, 
Right. Please, he says, wear your underpants because what you're doing is you're essentially sneezing open mouth. You know the way you'd be like, ah, you wouldn't do that to someone in the bed. No. But you'd go, ah, no problem. And that's not fair. <laughs> so he's saying you have so to wear the, pants. So yeah, so your t-shirt is not saving anybody. No, my t-shirt's not saving right, anybody, that's no. All right. I just want to establish that because you make that sound as though you're going to have a go at me or in actual fact, the the area in question is exposed just as much for you. Yeah. Such as shoulders that are doing any damage. Unfortunately, that's true. Unfortunately, I'm probably Unless making... Unless it's an extremely long t-shirt. Unless you wear one of those wee willy winky full night right. shorts, do you? <laughs> a nightdress. I'd love a nightdress. I've always said I think I'd love a nightdress. It's perfect for the way I like to go to bed. All right. You know, a, a little nightdress. I pull on me nighty. Why don't we get you that? Why don't we and we get, we get you one of those little hat things? You know those little bobbly hat things that fall over. Little Ebenezer be, Scrooge. Exactly. Yeah. Oh don't. my God, that would be so appropriate. Ebenezer Scrooge. I'd love for that. <laughs> but I always wondered what happened to the humble nighty. The nighty is the best way to go to bed. I but mean, do you not find the clothes just get like they get caught when you turn and everything? They catch under you and all of that. The underpants do. They get into everything knots. Everything does. I'm all right up top. From the waist up, nothing gets knotted. From the waist down, everything starts to ties itself into knots. Do you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Yeah, I guess there's too much going on down there. And then, the, yeah. And I suppose there's the, the heat aspect. Of it there's the, the heat aspect. aspect. And then there's the roll and then one leg in, one leg out. And then you yeah. jump back in. And everything goes thing. And then next thing, uh, as we've just heard, the orchestra starts playing <laughs> and starts tuning up. All that, you know. There's a lot going on that doesn't happen up top. So that's why I think a nightdress would be the best way to go. That's the way for, so it's kind of, it's within an area. It may not be fully confined, but at least it's kept within it's an area. It's the orchestra pit. <laughs> Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Yeah. And the other way often, and when we talk about kind of like, you know, sexiness. Yes. There's often the thing about accents. There it is. You know, there's been that thing about Irish accents. Which ones are sexy, which ones are not. Like, sometimes people like the ones, the lilt from the north, or maybe the Kerry lilt, or something like that. All of that sort of carry on. Forget it all, apparently. Forget it all. Nothing to do with the accent bit. It's all to do with... I know. I, I had no idea I was so sexy, Jim. Really? I had no idea I was such a sexy fiend. It's come as a shock to you. It's come it? as a shock to me. Apparently, men... Yeah, you might want to start doing a bit of what I do. I'm mumbling a little bit more if you want to make yourself more attractive to the uh, female of the species. Right. Uh, so they say that be, if you want a successful date, mumble. Speaking less clearly is seen as attractive by women because it's linked to being macho. Uh, that's the new claim in the new study. Mumbling. Mumbling. So if they can't make out what you're... Mind you, that's probably a good thing. If they can't make out what you're saying, that's... Mm, I can see where the benefits of that would be. Imagine, yeah, that's a, I'd be on a, a day and all about, uh, you know, man, I'm doing that. And she'd be like, what are you saying? Like, see, Bowles drew my in the cup. Like, oh, what are you talking about? Yeah. What are you on about? So, like, if you're mumbling away and you're actually mumbling about Bowles getting minute in the cup, yeah. it, it, in her mind, she's I can't make out what he's saying. I'd say it's probably nice, though. He's probably... It's obviously... He's, he's, ob- he's, ob- it's, it's obviously, he's obviously very deep. And, yeah. And, and Look, he's really masculine. struggling with, with expressing his feelings towards me because yeah. he's so overwhelmed by them. That's it. You know, I mean, they're going, <laughs> do you like those chips? Yeah. They do the deadliest. Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna eat the rest of that? You eat the rest of that burger, are you? Oh yeah, okay. You can laugh and all, but you see, I'm serious. You've eaten yet the last chicken wing or anything? No. But you apparently, know. now listen. If you're if you are, um, uh, as PJ referred to it earlier, uh, uh, the female of the species. Don't assume that the same applies to you. It doesn't at all. It's pa- the reverse. In fact, it's the reverse. They call it. it there's a name for it. Um, voice 
dimorphism or something like that is the name for it. So men find, are completely the opposite. So men, on the other hand, they find very clear pronunciation uh, like Elizabeth Hurley's accents, you know, that sort of thing. They find that attractive because it indicates femininity, apparently. So oh, one nice. is macho, one is feminine. Um, and women tend to produce speech that is um, more sort of... They say, the, the technical term to use is acoustically and phonetically more distinct than males. And so then that we find that attractive, a mum- apparently. A mumbling man and a well-spoken female. That is the perfect are match. Are the perfect match. That's, a, that's macho that's man. That's interesting. And the, would that, would that the, work for you? Yeah, I, I don't care about the accent. I care about the volume. I'll be honest with you, that's what I care about. Vo- the volume? Volume is what... Volume is my no-no, right? Because I don't mind if someone so is like... So you don't mind if, if, if you're uh, chatting to a lady and she's like, How are you, PJ? Or if she's like, Hello, PJ. You see, both of those... <laughs> yeah. It's just as long as they say it low, low, low. Low, low level. <laughs> don't be loud. That's all I care. So I like that. You know what I mean? If I was living with someone and she was like... Come here, and they tell you, you're blind, so the same, you're woman over there. Oh, you was about this, man, over the head with a car, or whatever, you know. I'd be like, Grant, very nice, and this is a lovely story. Yeah. Thank you, love, for telling me the story. Right. And the same person could be like, you know, our neighbours really are the most intolerable fools. I'd be like, this is Grant. Right. It's Just a- as long as they're, they're, it's not too loud. Yeah. If I don't get home after, you know, a day's work, and it's, come here, you, I want to talk to you. Like, oh, jeepers. Glory days. The best of morning. Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Today is a significant day for me. Why? What's up? Why? It's, me. it's first jumper day <gasps> of the new season. Was it jumper day? First jumper day. I've worn a jumper today for the first time. Coming in in the this car year. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's significant. Significant, yeah, I know. It is, considering that I mean, he has somebody... a natural jumper on anyway. <laughs> Oh, it'll never go You know away. the way, Jim, I, I, some, well, we've gone out with Jim before, and he hasn't worn a top at all. He's just shaved his arms from halfway down and stuck a little crest into the fur on his chest. And people are there like, oh my God, where'd you get that jumper? Wow. It's beautiful. Is that mohair? They're like, that's just amazing. And Jim's or cashmere. Jim's there, it's um, yes, actually full gorilla hair jumper that I grew myself in. People are like, where did I get one of them? You go, trust me. Very rare. You haven't a chance. (laughs) Unbelievable. Uh, Also, Phil I Am has been on. Uh, He's on a Christmas kick as well. Look at this. Morning, guys. Speaking of Christmas. Well, um, my God, he's he's really thinking ahead. What? Wants to know, will you be doing your Christmas morning show? (laughs) I don't think so, Phil. It's... Oh my God! We'll this is see. Incredible. We'll I can't believe it. It's literally the thirty-first of August. We've got rakes of WhatsApp. I know, in about and Christmas-related stuff. And the, yeah. what's going on, people? Yeah, see, Phil, Collie, and whoever else, Dave, and Dave, the whole lot of you, fartacacks, go off now. We can have this a long time. Don't be starting uh, all this absolute nonsense now. Cry, oh, I want to carry on. Uh, morning to you, John. Uh, morning to um, who's this? Always stick your name on it. Makes life easier for me. Jared. Morning to you, sir. Hey, Jared. Uh, Fergal, I see is on. Alan in Dublin is on. He was enjoying the um, the what do you call it? Squeeze tune that we played a little oh, bit earlier. Oh, what a on. tune! Incredible. Uh, there's Elf Terry. Elf Terry was on. He just wanted to wish his um, uh, little baller, as he calls her, Abby, a speedy recovery. Um, oh my God! She had she had COVID. She oh well. Well, wow. I'm glad she's all right. Yeah, and says this pick is for PJ. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's Bradley, the the Shamrock Rovers manager. Oh 
Roy that she has, okay. yeah. So he's is that Terry and Shamrock <laughs> Rovers fan as well? I don't think so. I think he just likes. Uh, I think he's. Just, I think he's just putting in the rub, is he? <laughs> I don't know. Will you let us? Will you let us know? Because um, that would be amazing. Now, if El Terry turns out to be both a Liverpool and Shamrock Rovers supporter, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not somebody so... else who is your nemesis. El Terry. Yeah, yeah. It's a gas thing, though. El Terry's actually a very, very nice fella. Yeah, yeah. We know him years. So there's obviously something wrong with him. We'll find out eventually because yeah, yeah. there's no way he can be into so many things that are despicable. <laughs> and, and Freckle has been on to say, go away with that, PJ. Daniel James will become a better player under God. Under God? As in Mar- uh, uh, Marcello Bielsa. Uh, I was going to say Bella. As if that Bella's in Bella. Bella's your man from Fair City. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah man, Bella is mag- uh, managing Leeds now. Yeah, man, our Fair City. Well, he'd be as good as Daniel James. <laughs> anyway, listen. Oh my God, people are certainly going for it this morning. Look, there's still more Christmas stuff going in. What's that about? What is happening with you? What are you all doing this now? I you have one dark morning. Jim wears a jumper once. It's actually his fault. Walking in here. Well, just because I wore a jumper. You probably decorated it in fairy lights to make an occasion <laughs> of it. Glory Days The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim On Radio Nova Also of course you may have heard there with Tara in the news About the uh, the list of storm names Has been uh, released as well For well for next year Is that this year? Or yeah, storm season? For the rest of this year really, like sure, something. I never used to have storm names There was never. always like I, you know, things in the past were always like the big snow of Asie something or the... Yeah, that was it, mean? yeah. Or like that mad storm in... Like, no, I don't remember. And it seems ever since we started naming them, we have more of them. The more of them and they're worse than ever is what it feels like. Yeah. And I know Tara was doing the story there and uh, is it Evident Cusick that was on saying uh, it's proven that we pay more attention to them uh, now that they have names on them and all. I don't know about that. And also, if that's the case... Then just keep them with the same names every year. Like the worst storm should be called the Colomini storm. And then as it's coming, the government should play Red Alert! Red Alert! You know, then yeah. you'd know this and is it, a real bad sometime, one. Sometimes the storm names have very mild names. Did you? Yeah. And, and you, you know what I mean? And you're like, if, 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 sort you know. Like Kevin. If, if Storm I mean? Penelope was, was, like, it wouldn't be a. You wouldn't be exactly shaking in your boots. No, and then Storm Penelope... And maybe you should be. And maybe you should be. Maybe Storm Penelope is blowing the chimney off you. Exactly. You know, um, getting it off your off your house is what it meant, obviously. Um, but there's new names are... Yeah, just to point out, that was not a euphemism for me. At all. At all. Uh, so there's like loads of names. They're going with the Irish stuff. Right. So Barra, short for Finbar, is one that's been picked. Maeve, which has been picked. Paul, you know Paul... P-O-L. I with, haven't, with saw it. On it. haven't saw that name since I was in school. Paul and August Ludo, August Neve. Do you remember those in the books? No. Ah, that's how I learned Irish. I learned the names and I didn't know any of the words. <laughs> wow, I that's, still don't. That's worked out well for you. Also, so, Sean. Sean's another one that doesn't sound like a dangerous storm. Storm Sean. Storm Sean. You're yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah. You know, to me, that sounds like it had to be a strong yeah, wind. He sounds like, yeah, it's somebody you could reason with. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. And that's, yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. But this thing with the storm stuff like it does it I, like I know global warming and all that but like it does feel like we've an awful lot more every second week somebody's talking about the arrival of some storm or other I know does it yeah. warrant being called a storm I don't if know if it's just a very large breeze that's what happens they go storm storm Sean is on the way and storm Sean is a category 3 it's a real blower don't you know uh, don't go out be very very careful for whatever you do for the love of God don't cycle you'll be out you might be blown in. and then it comes and it's a bit windy. 
Yeah. You know, it's a bit windy. That's what's been happening. And you start to not trust... I start to not trust this anymore. Yeah, consider... Okay, and I'm not saying this was a good thing, but considering your father put you out in a storm with pieces of... Pieces of roof. Hurricane Charlie. <laughs> tape to your arms to try and help you to fly. I know, come on. He wasn't that resp- <laughs> irresponsible. He didn't say, they weren't sellotaped. He just says, just keep flapping them until you take off. You left me to be so all devices. Have changed. So, I actually think, I think if we're going to start naming storms and things, why can't they have nicknames? Exactly. That's what you need to do. You need to make them sound like what they are. Yeah. So, no, but I mean, even just, if you're going to have a bit of crack with them, why can't you have Storm Whacker? Or yeah. Storm the Bomber. Imagine that. That'd Jesus, be a storm. no storms as bad as that. <laughs> no storms is as bad as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I think wrestler storm names. Nixie. Yeah, wrestler names. That's the way it should go. I wrestler think. Wrestler names. Yeah. So you'd be like, even on the weather, they'd be like, on you come on, and the weather person would be there going, uh, coming up. We got Kieran the catastrophe. <laughs> storm Kieran the catastrophe. Storm Kieran the catastrophe. McWilliams uh, coming in from the east and in the west, blowing yeah. in at a speed of one hundred and thirty-two miles an hour. We have Harry the Hooligan <laughs> Hurricane, and you'd that, be taking them that, very serious. That's mu- that would make for a much more entertaining weather forecast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't see. I can't see Joan. <laughs> Uh, Joan Cusack or Evelyn Cusack or whatever they're called. I can't see them doing that. But they need to take full announcer voice. Oh, it'd be brilliant. Mind C- you, can we not do it? Blowing in from Longford at a speed of 300 <laughs> miles an hour, weighing in with three cows, two houses, and a barge been blown away. This is Jimmy the Jumping Jeepers. Storm Force 5. You'd be like, yeah. this is serious business. Either that or just do the ones that they, like the stupid ones that they did when they were asked to name that boat. Remember, it was Boaty McBoatface. Yeah. <laughs> so just have storms that are called Windy Mac Windstorm. Imagine, yeah, you'd be like, Windy Mac Windstorm. This sounds, really never take them seriously. Sure you wouldn't? No, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rainy Mac Puddle Pants is coming. <laughs> You'd be like, what's that? It's very serious, you yeah, know. No, take, honestly, this could be devastation. And it's called Rainy McPuddle Pants. That's really? what they're saying that's about the, it. That's the, name of the, that's the name of the hurricane. Uh, yeah, three boats have gone missing already. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. There you go, folks. Uh, some of the best bits from uh, during the week on Glory Days. Uh, the PJ and Jim podcast here. Thanks a million for uh, hanging out with us. Um, and I think it's fair to say, if you've been with us from the start of this particular podcast, I think it's fair to say the bits that you heard that were from the actual show were probably right by comparison to the one that we were debating putting on at yeah, the very start. I think we made a wise choice by yeah, not yeah. doing that first. Yeah, I not can't believe, I mean, you must be getting a bit older and wiser. It's not like you normally. I mean, I can't believe that I was the one encouraging you to to do that original to do that story. eel up the bottom story. I know, I know, and I know. You were the you were the voice of reason here, PJ. How does that feel? You were the voice of reason, the voice of caution, the voice of no. I know. To be honest, I feel like an out of place eel. <laughs> I do. I do. It's unnatural for me. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a comfortable I position. I don't like being the responsible like it, one. It's just I can imagine you when you were younger. It doesn't seem to me like in a group of friends. That, you know, when lads were dreaming up ridiculous plans of what to do and get into mischief, that you sure. were the one going, now hold on a second, yeah, lads. calm down. Let's think about this, you know. Let's think about our future here and what impact it might have on us. I know, it was the other way around. Normally one of the lads would go, now hold on, this could get us into trouble. I'd be like, what can? <laughs> yeah. What can? What is it? What are you talking about? It sounds like it's crack anyway. 
Yeah, let's do that. Whatever <laughs> that one is, we're doing it. That's the one we're doing, right? Okay, everybody's in, right? Everybody heard it. Wow. You, you've grown. It was his idea. That'd be there. It was his idea. Yeah, but he said not to do it. Still, he put it in our heads. We're doing his idea. I'm surprised, actually, you didn't take that approach to the eel up the bottom story. Just do the story and go. Okay. And I'd just like to remind everyone that was Jim's idea. <laughs> Jim, I told him. I actually told him this is a bad idea. But he said, no, we're going out. I said, grand, I'm, I'm with you. You're in charge. You're, you take the blame. <laughs> Brilliant. On that note, let's get out of here for another week, shall we? Oh, God. And let's forget we ever discussed eels Anything at all. Yeah, keep your hands to yourself and enjoy your, and enjoy your weekend. <laughs> You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at Nova.ie, or on the Nova app.